Hello and welcome back to the fifth episode of the Talking League podcast. I am Shane Campbell and alongside me we've got Ashton Lima and Jared Buckle. How are we doing boys? Ah, fantastic as always. Again, raining. Uh, what an absolute pleasure. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm, I'm glad to be back in the studio and I'm very excited to be with you guys. And yeah, good evening. <laughs> good evening. Tonight we have a very special guest in store with us. His name is Chad Ken. Let's give him a round of applause. Please have a seat to join us. Thanks. Before we begin our show tonight, we'd like to give our sponsor 197 Engineering a massive shout out. If you'd like to give them a call and find out how they could best help you, please contact Cody Wesson on 011-892-1334. We'll also drop his details in the podcast below. Boys, are we ready to get started? Yes, 100%. Okay, Chad, would you like to introduce yourself uh, to our listeners and just tell them a little bit more about yourself? Okay, so I'm currently an an amateur coach. Um, I've actually completed my software license and I'm ready to push on into the coaching fraternity. Um, I mean, it's weird, I've come from a... A finance background. I studied at University of Johannesburg. Um, I did my undergrad in finance and then I did postgrad in financial planning. And yeah, I think towards the beginning of this year, I I mean, I've been coaching for about seven years already, so um, I found a newfound passion for coaching and I decided this is the way I'm going to go. So that's all. So, so not just a pretty face, he's also pretty smart. Also. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see you're involved in a lot of tournaments throughout the year. It's now November. What's what's up next? What have you got planned? So basically now in the, the pipeline is we're going to be going to China next year. So um, mid-year next year, um, we've got all the planning going. And we're probably going to take about nine teams through. And it is going to be represented by um, Easterns Provincial Football, and I'm also coaching there. I'll be taking the 16 girls team, and I'll be playing there too in the 25 men's team. So I'm super excited for it, and we'll just see where it takes us. Just the fact that you're playing under 25s and taking under 16 girls coaching. I'm going to go play in China. I think that's it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't think you receive enough recognition for that because that's a hell of a achievement job to do. So exactly. a, a massive well done on that. Um, guys, actually a very talented football family, the Kane family. Uh, Dad and Mom are both coaches. Yourself, Chad, you're a player coach. Um, and both your younger brothers are also players and all from the Benoni Northerns Football Club which is great exposure for the club to have a family from start to finish operating there. So that's really, really impressive. Um, we just got one question from one of our listeners on Facebook, which is Joshua Else. He asked you, in your personal experiences playing and coaching, what do you think it will take for an amateur side like our Northerns team to make more progress and more steps in being a better side? It's a good question. Um, I think... You always look at a football team with so many different you know, structures around it and I mean, there's so many different elements to football as a whole. And I think um, as an amateur side, I mean, you've got to look at your fitness. I mean, yeah. You've got to basically incorporate tactics, strategies, and all of that essentially gives you, gives you a whole rounded 
figure if you want to call it that mm, exactly. and I think a mental side in an amateur side is very important and I think having that going into a game starts it off well yeah. um, but I think where it really comes together is on the field um, mentally you've got to be prepared I mean you're one not down in the 80th minute you've got to push if you want to get that draw at least yeah. you've got to score a goal and that comes down to mental capacity firstly and then you've got to have the abilities from the get go in terms of you know skill as a player and then using that to be incorporated with the rest of the team yeah. and I mean not skill as in I can do a step over mm, exactly. um, skill as in manipulating the ball yeah using that to your advantage taking players out and then maybe at the end of the day getting that result that you actually wanted oh, for sure and it all ties in together mm-hmm. now that's spot on thanks for answering that so uh, Josh I hope that helps uh, clarify that for you but the good in-depth knowledge of how to handle a situation like that yeah um, actually yeah well Teddy I just wanted to find out you know I'm a coach as myself and other young coaches and you know, like amateur coaches, like you say, but what advice would you give to coaches like us in per se? I think at a stage where you are taking, um, whether it's goals or boys, um, taking them from anything below 16 or so, yeah. um, I think you've got to make sure that you install all the basics, making sure that they're up to scratch in that, and then being able to go forward and saying, Competition, competition, competition. Yeah. I mean, um, having that all installed already helps them. And once that's done, then I think you can look forward to actually winning games because then winning becomes not uh, not easy to say, but it becomes enjoyable for them. Yeah, for sure. And you know they've got to go out and enjoy it by scoring goals and having fun. Exactly. And. Yeah, there's lots of things to work on with youngsters. And I mean, that starts from the ages of six. Mm. And if you want to take it up, you get to experience different ages. And the different ages really yeah. gives you different perspectives. I mean, I've coached from under nines all the way up. Now I'm at under 17 boys. Sure. Um, and you really see the different the differences in their maturity. Yeah, you do. And you can incorporate different things, obviously, once they get older. And I'd say, as an amateur coach, we've got to do the grassroots first. Absolutely. And once that comes into, it becomes viable and it's like really good, yeah. then you've got to understand, then you'll be able to teach these kids the way forward and build structures for when they, if they really want to take it further in life. Yeah. That's great advice. That's very good. I think what you, you touched on there, which is very important, um, I myself coach uh, from under six level for little kickers and all the way up to under 12s, under 13s for boots and balls and I can relate to what Chad is saying because I think it's so important as a coach to actually start off at a younger age. You you learn to get a a better respect for the game as well as your players and and I think you might agree with me that the under 17s are actually probably more difficult to coach than the younger boys. 
it's puberty and it's 17 years old they're, they're going out with their friends and you know it's stuff like that so it's a little bit more difficult but the grassroots is absolutely vitally important yeah. if you can get that installed in the kids and get the basics right then you can start pushing on um, with the more technical stuff in it. I know Jared's also got a bit of experience coaching the younger kids. What have you found? Um, I also found that the younger they are, the more you grow with them, if that makes sense. It's quite motivating uh, because you see where they start off and where they, they eventually get to, you know. So um, I found that very rewarding to know that you've helped this player grow as a player, uh, watch them transform into the person they are, not just on the field but also off the field, which is... Um, it, in sense of like a sense of pride, if that makes sense. Um, but I also have a question for Chad, uh, a little bit more personal. Um, going from finance to foot, to like going full time into football, um, what brought around that change, and what do you find think was the the turning point in in getting you to do that? Because I know it couldn't have been a, an easy decision initially. No, of course. Um, it was. I think it was a bit of fact that I've been studying, you know, I studied for, shoot, it's like, I mean, you go through high school, it's 12 years, and then you study for another six years. You're crazy. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a lifestyle you've got to, you know, want to have, yeah. and not to say that I don't want that, yeah. it's, it reaches a point where you might want to explore different avenues, and it's always great to have a background in anything tertiary related um go for your course you know do do diplomas do whatever it may be and coaching could be your passion when you're 35 when you're 45 which i've seen going through the course Uh, we had individuals that are doing their their licenses at 40 at 18 i mean you do it at different ages but the love for the game is always there yeah. And if you want to take it up, then I mean, why not do it? And when you get the opportunity, and I saw it as an opportunity. I mean, I worked for around eighteen months in the corporate, and I found this is where it lies. And if I'm gonna do it, then why not give one hundred and fifty percent and then do it? One hundred percent. Thank you. Uh, I like your answer. Uh, I, I went through a very similar thing. I studied something and I have n- absolutely nothing to do with it these days. <laughs> yeah. So I know where you're coming from and it's just nice to hear uh, a different take, if that yeah. makes sense. But yeah. mine was pretty much I very similar I think it's nice to, to have a reassurance in that sense where you're not the only one. You're really not the only one. There is thousands of people out there going through the same thing on a daily basis. Yeah. And I mean, to know that someone close to you, if you want to put it that way, um, has that same experience I mean yeah, 100% it's, it's great you can relate to them you can relate sure. to it and I think I just want to add on to where you've said you've, where you're growing with a, with a team a mm, player yeah. whichever yes. it may be um, I've got a similar case um, I've had my team for three years now um, started under 14 we had a challenge then I mean we went on to score many goals following year um, became under 14s different challenge I mean went on to play a lot of academy teams and academy teams like Highlands Park like Vitz it's next know, level right? it's a different level of football that yeah. is so coming from a family orientated club if you want to put it that way yeah um, competition changed so 
having the team, the same team, built on that. Now we're sitting at under 17. We were an under 16 in the under 17 league. Every year we've had something different. So I'm hoping to prove that next year the same team will be able to use all of those elements we learned through the different years. Yeah. Maybe last year was more learning how to pass the ball more often than not than just kicking up the line, for instance. Yeah. And now this year was more of a physical side. Yeah. So we've used many different elements and I'm hoping I can integrate that all into a complete, a, team, a complete winning team um, <coughs> and like you say you've touched on another player and one of my players now was scouted by Super Sports so yes, that's lovely that's you know brilliant. as a coach that's I think should be your goal yeah. you're learning from them they're learning from you and hopefully one day they make it where, where they want to be so that's that's, that's one tops. of the big rewards yeah. that you have as a coach and if you can churn out players like that, yeah. you you'll find at the end of the day, you as a coach um, have been able to say, I've put in the effort and the time, and this is my reward. It is it's one that of is. the rewards, benefits of being a coach. So yeah, it's not just the titles then. It's not just the titles. Exactly. I think the titles come with a winning attitude. Yeah, and the abilities that you've blessed with I have blessed to have this team and along with all of their talents hopefully I can turn out more of it oh, for sure so, yeah. we, we have no doubts I mean we mentioned Benoni Northerns a lot and just to give you a background we actually all play for Benoni Northerns ourselves <laughs> um, but and, and we've been playing with Chad now for a couple of years and one thing that's fascinating is, is we're learning a different side about him as well and I think most people in the team will tell you he's a very a humble person and, and very not reserved or quiet but he gets the business done and I think yeah. that you can see by the way his team has progressed is the proof is in the pudding so watching this team I'll tell you what in a couple of years they go to seniors football that's going to be a team for for the league I, I think it's going to be a benchmark other teams are going to look up to them and that's going to be where everyone wants to be so it'll be something great to watch and like I say you know for the kids it's important to understand and to respect your coaches and the whole process and the team and your teammates and yourself as individuals and along with the respect and Chad touched on it brilliantly is the education side of things especially for the youngsters that are listening your education comes first and foremost uh, football is a hobby it can become a profession but if you look at any footballer today, they've got some sort of uh, degree or absolutely yeah. a degree behind them. So for, for the kids out there, listen to your mom, your dad, your guardians, your parents. It's, it's vitally important you put in the hard work. We know it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to sit here and lie to you. Yeah. We've all been through it. Um, and now we look back and we're like, we could have maybe done a little bit better at school. So instead of having that regret, push there. And when it comes to your football, just go and enjoy yourselves. And if you've got good coaches looking after you, the scars are absolute limits. And you can even look at someone like Percy Tao, a professional footballer, arguably one of the best um, in South Africa at the moment. Well, yep. in South Africa, but he's playing for Club Bruges at the moment. Um, he was studying right up the whole time while he was at Mamalodi Sundowns, completed his, um, I think it was even a degree or diploma, while he was still playing. Um, so, I mean, just because um, you're playing a professional football or you want to be a professional footballer, uh, education is always a Good thing. That is, it is. And I think a lot of people put it on the back foot because they expect 
I'm going to make it one day. Mm. And unfortunately, the reality is one in 10 players, one in hundreds of players yeah, for sure. won't make uh will make it. And the rest, unfortunately, you'll carry it through your I mean, you'll play it till you're 50. Mm. Exactly. At an amateur level. But you've got to have that education. Yeah. It's unfortunate <laughs> to th- in that sense where you think okay I'm just football driven yeah. I'm just going to make it but unfortunately not as it doesn't always work that way um, but if you're talented then fortunately it will go your way exactly but education is key I mean you can't play forever like yeah. you said and hard work eh? hard work hard work and de- dedication yes um, touching on one. the boy that's been scouted mm. he, he put in his all and um you're going to do your hours off off of the actual training that we do and I've told him to put his head down do your education finish it and then from there you can actually then focus you can focus on football yeah yeah 24/7 you can do 24/7 now but you've got it past everything exactly make sure you have your paper behind you It's just what a dream but well, Chad please keep us in the loop with his progress we'd really like to share it with our listeners how he's progressing and we definitely hold thumbs for him um, and you speak so highly of him so I'm sure he's really got a good shot at it um, we're gonna we're gonna shift focus a little bit yeah uh, we wouldn't be the talking league if we didn't talk about something very controversial at the moment <laughs> that that just sprung up overnight um, Some play, uh, people say that Rome wasn't built in a day. It really was. <laughs> This Rome was, guys. And if you haven't figured it out by now, it's the Pochettino Spurs, Mourinho saga that's happening. Um, and I'm glad we've got Chad. Because Chad's a, a United fan, a Red Devils fan. And uh, as you know, <laughs> you're not by choice, obviously. <laughs> Mourinho did manage United. He, yeah. he took them to two trophies. In total, I mean, Mourinho is very successful. He's got 25 major uh, trophies, accomplishments to his and name. And he won the, the Champions League with Porto. I mean, yeah, Portuguese yeah, side. I think he's done. I think it's he's done the whole charade there. Yeah, yeah. So Besides yes. the World Cup, I mean, that's an international manager, but which he still could do on a day. club level. Yeah, on a club exactly. level, he's got all the plaudits that every coach dreams of. Yeah. So what do you think, Chad? I mean, he, he managed your club. We, we've seen from the outside, we've never, I mean, I'm talking about Jared and myself, a Spurs fan. Yeah. We've never had him there, I mean, City, as, City well, as, well. as your direct rival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, so as a Spurs fan, what can we expect from Mourinho? I think, you know, there's, there's always, there'll always be fans of the game. And fans sometimes have a different perspective on things. Mm-hmm. I think... Sure. As coaches, I think as we do it, I mean, I'm still young, yes. But the fact that I've done coaching and doing it more in depth now, you actually realize there's much more to seeing 22 players on a field exactly. and saying you didn't score or you did score, but there's a lot, lot of things that go behind it. Absolutely. The tactics, is, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. really, if you don't sit and analyze it which I mean people get paid to do that exactly then you don't actually realize what a manager actually brings to the team the behind the scenes and everything and I think I'll be honest I think it's an upgrade um, in the sense that he is a an accomplished manager in that sense um, <coughs> Poch and Tottenham were there they were there 
at the pinnacle in terms of European football. They were there, they were fighting for the title in the Premier League. And I think now that someone that has experienced it all can possibly give a different side to it. And I think over the last it's the last ten games of the season, I think Tottenham have struggled defensively. Mm. And we yeah. saw it through United um, when they came second in the league. And I mean City ran away with it. Yeah. But defensively we leaked so little that you'd hope that it would happen to Tottenham yeah. in the sense that they actually or he'll actually give them a defensive side to it and hopefully that doesn't you know contradict the way Spurs go forward. Yeah. And I think it'll be a good overall thing if it can work. If if it doesn't like you know, over over exaggerate the defensive side. That's true. Um, if there's some form of defensive structure which they struggled in the last ten games, then I think Tottenham is going to be a force to reckon with again. Um, there's just been a bit of a break, but I know as supporters of that club, you guys possibly have seen the same thing. Oh yeah. Um, and um, me and Ash, um, as City City fans, well. Ash is a City yeah. fan, a Manchester <laughs> fan, let's put it that way, yeah, for sure. It's on recording, um, so you've said you're a City <laughs> fan, and it's going to be what it's now. <laughs> that'll, that'll be the, the thumbnail for this video. <laughs> yeah. Chad, Chad Kane <laughs> finally confesses to being a City fan. <laughs> um, a Manchester fan. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse. So, as Manchester, Mancunians, we, we see... It's getting better and better, yeah. boys. <laughs> we see London as um, the London teams differently. But as coaches, we've got to see it on a, a different playing field. Yeah. Yeah. And as fans, you see one thing, like we say, as coaches, we hopefully see different things. And yeah, that's what I feel about it. Sure. Is Well, I was very shocked. The other Mancunian side. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Welcome to the club, eh? Um, I think, you know, it was very shocking to hear that Poch, you know, he, he was like the dad of the club, you know, he was close with Kane. He was, he built most of the players there, to be honest. And the thing is, like, now that Mourinho's coming in, the special one, you know, he, he's going to bring a lot, you know, he's like a franchise, he brings great football, he brings that mentality of, you know, never give up, always strong, always motivating his players. He, he's not the one to just be like, you can see how he acts, you know, he's got a lot of dramatic ways it's of how very charismatic. He, exactly, like, you see the fans, everyone's like, you know, it's Mourinho, and then you get like, Guardiola's more reserved, or you get Klopp, it's a crazy one, but I think Mourinho, he doesn't hold back, and now with these players, I wouldn't say... You know, he's going to get a lot of feuds after three years. But I think in terms of, uh, like, let's say Ericsson, he's going to be leaving and stuff. I wouldn't say that, you know, he's not going to look for more players to have, you know, to bring into the club and stuff. Obviously, he did say on the on the news that he didn't want any um, players coming in because he's got a lot of talent already. But he will make a few changes because, obviously, look at the defense, you know. And for me, he's very defensive. You know, we looked at Man United's... Like last games, he didn't park the bus per se, but he was more he parked the whole fleet, not <laughs> yeah, just one bus. Not just one bus, but you know he doesn't have like that that mentality as well with Man United having a bit more ego because I think Man United in itself, you know, he had Pogba against him, he had a bunch of players against him. Now obviously he gets a lot, a lot of that from a couple of teams, you know, like Inter Milan as well and Porto. He got a bit, you know, some players there, but now going into Spurs, he's got a fresh team, fresh mentality, and. I would like to see him last longer than three years, but at the same time, you know, he's going to bring in old players that hasn't played in a while, like maybe Dyer, for example, 
or you'd put like maybe Son as a an, as a cam or a striker next to Kane or change of formation or tactics. But you know, if you give Mo the bank, obviously he's gonna bring a, a trophy back. You know, so I think there's a lot of things you got to see because when you think of Mourinho, you have to think of if you wanna win it, you have to put a Mo on it. Okay, so what I mean is you have to you have to see Mourinho pushing his ways because he's very dramatic, he's very strong, he's very you know, you look at him as a tough coach, everyone wants him in his club. And the thing is, I look at Mourinho as one of the best managers in history, okay? What he's won, like Chad said, with all his titles, all his trophies to his name, whatever. But I would love to see him, you know, in, in Spurs now for you guys as well, to get to get a trophy as well, to, to push the club, to see high expectations, higher everything, and get back into, you know, sexy football. Sexy football, ladies. You know what the thing is, uh... With Spurs fans, we're never going to win because at the moment we've had Poch, who's played beautiful football. Yeah. Um, he started off with a high press and him and Klopp actually developed that nicely into the Premier League. And it worked for us and, and we had everything going for us. We were the youngest squad in the league and he kept with those players because unfortunately he couldn't bar. We never won a trophy. We got close last year. Yes, we got a lot of luck along the way to get into the Champions League final. So we got called bottlers because we've never won a cup. Mourinho comes in now and... I do believe he's actually going to win us a trophy along his while he's here, at least one trophy, and which is all great. So uh, then opposition fans are going to stop saying we're bottlers and that, but yeah. then we're going to be the laughing club because Mourinho is going to do what Mourinho does best, and after three years, he's going to throw his toys out the cots and it's he's going to go mad. And once again, you're back to square one. So we're never going to win in that sense. However, um, I love Poch. That's not going to change at all. I think he's a brilliant man manager, and yeah. Chad said it right I think he could get us to a certain level and he just couldn't unfortunately make us tick and, and that's to no fault of his own yeah. I, I think every manager has a special area that they are brilliant in and I think if anyone was going to come and tick us over now it definitely would be Mourinho uh, like you said the older players with Ericsson wanting to leave it'll be interesting that's, that's really fascinating for me now exactly. Rose for Tongan Ericsson, Alderweireld, and I'm sure there's a couple others, Wanyama as well. Yeah. They're on the verge of leaving. I'd love to see if that changes now with a new manager in. And if it does, that clearly means that there was a bit of a rift between Pochettino and some of those older players who possibly weren't keen to do all that high-energy work in training anymore as well. Yeah. Which would make me a bit upset with the players because, you know, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face kind of a, a vibe. Exactly. But I want my club to be successful. Uh, and I, the club will always be there managers will come and go so will the players so I just hope for the best and then just one more thing you touched on Eric Dyer. Mourinho is a massive fan of this he loved him I remember he, he did when Tottenham and United played that one game Mourinho still went and chatted to Dyer after the game and that caused a bit of a, a rift between uh, Dyer and Pochettino yeah I remember that yeah and we were all worried Dyer was going to go because Dyer was at not the peak of his game but he was really performing he was well strong, yeah. and uh that's evident that there's a bit of chemistry there and hopefully he can get the, ba- the best back out of Eric Dyke because he's a versatile footballer. I just hope uh, Mourinho can get the backing from the club that Poch didn't, if that makes sense. Because with us building the stadium and stuff, a lot of money and a lot of time and stuff was focused into the actual stadium and it took a lot longer than expected. So I think it took a little bit extra money that uh, could have been spent buying more players. Mm. Um, I know that was a massive, massive thing and that's why players got upset because 
spots were still making them work for their spots even though there's no one else to fill their spots essentially it's so, hard to keep the competition yeah and and it does it, it it creates a little bit of a bad apple here and there you know it does. because people um not just at, well it happened at tottenham but it happens all over if there's if there's no fight for a position um complacency yeah yeah exactly, exactly. So, <clears throat> not to judge the players or the manager, uh, I love Poch. I thought he did an absolutely fantastic job, uh, even before he came to Spurs with Southampton when he took them up all the way. Correct. Yeah, they, he did a fantastic job. So, uh, to me, he's one of my favourite managers. He got us to a Champions League final, um, which, with what he had, was absolutely fantastic. Um, so, I feel that we still owe a lot to Poch. Um, I know Mourinho is a very good manager. Um, and it's it's not going to be all guns blazing right from the get-go, I believe. Um, but <laughs> uh, I think he can pull it out of the hat. So it's just going to take some time. So yeah. people shouldn't expect him a change immediately. Um, Tottenham have been struggling as a team of recent. Um, we, we've been playing very good football, a lot of passing. Uh, we, we hold over 60% possession in the last 10 games that we've had which is which is good we've had a lot of shots and things we're just not converting so a lot of it I thought was luck Uh, just lacking that little bit of extra drive as well Mm. yeah Um, so hopefully I know Mourinho's got a a, he doesn't do so well with the the journalists and stuff but he does really well (laughs) with his players all his players always have something good to say about him um, and he really he does build them up so I think he if there is anybody that can hopefully turn it around it, uh, it would be more yeah. 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 but uh, yeah thanks Poch I appreciate it that's why I've been so quiet <laughs> it's, it's so sad for me but um, yeah I almost love the man <laughs> I do love the man I think but... um, coming back to that it's now a very it's probably a very weird situation that the Tottenham fans are in because I think I can feel the same way when Mourinho had left Chelsea to come to United it's that same it's that same sense of how are you going to take it because it's someone within the same league yeah. that's jumping around if you want to put it that way is he going to come with a different tactic or is he going to apply that same those same dynamics the same structures that he brought from Chelsea mm. one one things with them came to United won trophies with us and then go like you said like you said with in terms of trophies I, I do believe he'll bring something and whether that will be in the first season whether it will be next year in those three years tenure if you want to put it three years um, there will be something and it's just interesting to see how a manager like that then how is he going to take the these tactics that he uses is he going to manipulate it change it exactly. or is he going to apply the same thing and when Liverpool go there when City go there are they going to then be able to just read him the same way they did when he was he ended up with United where we were in a slump yeah. whether yeah. it was with players results just weren't going our way um, is it going to be the same or is the players going to react differently that's for sure um, that's I think a big question that we can only see and hope to see in the coming games yeah and the other thing as well i don't think potch is going to be without a job for very long um because Mourinho has been without a job now for quite some time and i think 
Now that Poch is gone, I it opens the gate for so many mm. places. Yeah, but I, exactly. I, I really do feel that he's going to be grabbed up and. Oh, he's in demand. Yeah, he no, is, 100%. He's in demand. Um, and you, we might even see him go to United, believe it or not. Even well, that's what I was too, thinking. Yeah. And as, as sad as that is for me, um, if there's one uh, club in England where I think he would go, it's, it's going to be in the United. Because yeah. I think he, he brings the same expansive football United have always been known for. Um, yeah. 99 will. I mean, I'll always go back to it. But 99 and forward, the Ronaldo years, the, the Rooney in his prime, the, the Skulls, that whole team, Ferdinand, that was such an expensive it was. team. They went and scored goals, you know. Sure, yeah. Ferguson never left the season without them scoring tons of goals exactly. and ending up in top three or top two. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Um, and there's just been a slump where United haven't found that. And I don't know if... Oli's finding that it has taken him a while yes. but you can see United is starting to play the way United want to play and if that pulls out I don't know if Poch will come back in or if he's going to come in but if United see results I don't know I don't see then if he's going to be back in the league that's true um, but if not I mean he's a highly respected manager and I would love to have him in United yeah. um, just from what, from what we've seen how he works with the young players and the young players he took them all the way he did and regardless of luck or whatever it is they, the players themselves work to get there yeah. and that's how football goes I think for sure but I think on another point you know like I wouldn't see Poch coming back maybe to a Premier League I think you know there is teams like maybe even Real Madrid that are struggling quite a bit you know and Zidane hasn't had that boost. I know they have won a couple of their last games, but um, they are looking for a new manager, and I've seen it everywhere. You know, I think he would be suiting that. I would see Poch going to Real Madrid because a lot of youth players, like let's say Vinicius Junior or Rodrigo, um, even the likes of Eden Hazard, still a bit young, but he's old. Casemiro, Casemiro, they they need to get back to that form. And you know, Poch Poch is a very developing manager and. When he gets to a club, obviously you saw like with Tottenham, he's been lasting so long because of how good he is and how great he is as a manager. And you know he is gonna motivate those players to get back to their top form. And he is a Spanish, in a way, like he's got that type of vibe with him. He played for Real Madrid. Yeah. So with me, I would say you know maybe to Real Madrid for example. But at the same time with Mourinho being at um, obviously Spurs, it's gonna be a lot of pressure on him because Spurs are 14th. And the thing is. To get back Sorry, to slot digger, that's the no, 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 like, reality. To be, to, be, to be real, like you know, you guys have to get out of there, and you know your fixtures coming up. It's it's tough in a way, but at the same time, you got Mourinho backing you guys, and obviously players are gonna want to prove to him to keep him to keep them in the team. Young old, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously being very defensive, it's not gonna be as quick and as pressing as Poch per se because of his tactics and his you know everything is pushing for the club. But Mourinho. He's a franchise, like I said, and he's going to bring the club back to, you know, He's players. an image, he's an icon. Yeah, he's an icon. It's like coming, yeah, yeah. apologies for that win. Um, Ronaldo went to wherever. Yeah. He's gone from Madrid, he's come from United, he's gone to Juventus. When you see that name, exactly. when you see Mourinho there, you expect things. Yeah. And I think Especially it just... Especially his Portuguese, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and I think yeah. it, th- that's the thing. With, with the players they're going to want to yeah. say I want to be under this man's wing yeah, exactly and the only way is what, to perform and that's what they'll do they perform, wanted to perform under Oli 
we went for, for that, that unbeaten streak. Yeah. And it's something we haven't seen in a long time. Very so hopefully it brings that it brings out the competition in the league. That is why this is the best league. Absolutely. I believe, in my opinion, yeah, in the world. Um, Most financial league as well. <laughs> well it does help. <laughs> Money does help. No, exactly. um, yeah, guys, I think let's leave it there and let's throw it over to the social media side. Guys, please uh, pop us your thoughts. What do you think? Is it a good move for Spurs? Is it a good move for Mourinho himself as a manager to take uh, another another way to brag and go and win a trophy at Spurs that would be a, That's a, a good big, big leaf but we're going to move on to our ever reliable segment of the show called Guess or Mess we've got three games that we are going to preview quickly between the four of us here uh, let me just run through the games the first one interesting Spurs versus West Ham second game Man City versus Chelsea and third we're going across to Italy AC Milan versus Napoli Ashley let me start with you. What's your score predictions? Okay, then? so, you know, I'm feeling confident with... Uh, I'm going to start with Manchester City because obviously it's my club, but I think Chelsea and City is going to be a very, very sexy game because, you know, you've got a lot of youth players coming from Chelsea and you've got City wanting to come back from that Liverpool loss and Edison's back and I'm very happy for that, but I do see City taking it uh, 3-2. Okay. And then for um, Tottenham and West Ham, yeah. I think that's going to be a, a good game as well for Mourinho to prove himself. Um, I do see it being maybe a 2-0 for Tottenham. Alright. Yep. And then my last one, obviously it's going to be a party in Italy. I think <laughs> Napoli and AC Milan, that's that's two rivals. But I don't think AC Milan is they're not as good as they were. But I do see Napoli taking it actually. I, I wow. think it's going to be 2-1. I'm also like Napoli. And, uh, and I just want to say quick, i got a viewer's prediction here. Um, cool. Arthur. My mate Arthur Madumbo. Boom, boom. So I think he says to me, um, Chelsea's going to take it against City 3 2. <laughs> so that's very brave. Good um, friend of yours, eh? <laughs> yeah. Spurs and West Ham are you saying Spurs 4 1. Good man, Arthur. <laughs> and then for the Italian party, it's going to be 3 3. Wow. Sure. Goals galore. Okay, I'm going to jump into it. Uh, Spurs, West Ham, I think it's going to be an absolute party vibe. Spurs are going to win by a big margin. I'm saying 4-1, and everyone's going to be wow, Mourinho's on top of his game again. Uh, Man City and Chelsea, oh, it's such a tough one. I see lots of goals, but I'm going to say 3-2 to City. Sure. And then uh, AC and Napoli. I'm going for a cheeky away win for Napoli, 2-1. Yeah, Ooh. Jay? Yay. Um, I want Spurs to, to win for Poch, and I think the Hammers are going to get hammered, so I'm going to go for a 3-0 <laughs> win for Spurs, uh, just because. Sorry, all the Hammer fans out there. <laughs> um, Man City and Chelsea. I think Chelsea are going to take it. Tammy Abraham to win it. 2-1. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Napoli and AC Milan. I, I played against a guy on FIFA yesterday and he killed me with Napoli. And then I had a look at the team and they've been doing alright. So uh, I'm going to go for Napoli purely on that note uh, because he killed me. Uh, 3-0 no, I'm going to go for 2-1 yes that's good Chetley what's your predictions so I think City have got a lot of depth and I think they're going to I know Chelsea's in a good space but City just cannot afford to lose mm. they just cannot afford to draw either yeah. I think um, if we want to see look Chelsea winning I think it will put the league more of an even sense up front yeah. but I think City's just going to bounce back um, I'll give them a 3-1 3-1 win and then Spurs Hammers 
I don't see another result. I do see Spurs. No. <laughs> I, I do see Spurs winning at least 2 0. And yeah, I think the Italian fight there is going to be a draw there. I'll give it a 1 1. Um, and yeah, that's my prediction. Okay, so that's interesting. We've we, we got a, a Facebook viewer's prediction, Sibusiso uh, Siko. He has given us a result for Chelsea and City, and he's saying Chelsea is going to beat City 2 1. What? Very interesting <laughs> away result that. That's um, was me. Away as well. But then remember, Jared's normally run with his yes, predictions. That's true. Uh, I, I actually did quite well this week. Uh, if we go back and look yeah, at some of those score predictions, I think I got about 80% of them right. And the scores. And the scores. This is yes. why I didn't go back to results. I did absolutely atrocious. <laughs> I really went completely off at the deep end. Um, guys, we, we debut in a new segment in the show today. I'm pretty much excited about it. It's called The Ultimate 30. Um, so basically what it is, whenever we have a new guest in studio, we're going to give them 30 seconds to answer as many trivia or general knowledge football related questions as possible we will keep their score we're going to put them all on a leaderboard and then yeah the year from now i reckon we have a look at it and see who is the most smartest out of all of our guests for sure most so smartest. chad how do you feel to debut this for us excited no pressure uh, i've never chilly. so obviously because it's new there's yeah. nothing to fall back on at all <laughs> <laughs> so i hopefully can put a benchmark on this you yeah, just need sure. one if you just get one right, <laughs> you're ready on top of the lock, yeah. yeah. Um, but let's see how it goes. I'm excited. So, Ashley's going to be asking the questions, and your time starts now. Okay, Mr. Chad, you ready? Okay. Yep. So, I'm going to go for easy one. Who are the league leaders of the English Premier League? Liverpool. Liverpool. Ding. Okay. Who is the top scorer of the Premier League so far? Jamie Vardy. Who has the highest assist in the Premier League so far? <laughs> 12 seconds. Pass. <laughs> Which club is Superstar Pussy Tower playing for? Club Rouge. Club Rouge, well done. <laughs> Which Tottenham player has won two consecutive Young Player of the Year awards? And this is your final question. Daily Ali. There we go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So how many did he get there? Well, he got three out of five. Three out of five. Three yeah. out of five yeah. Okay, so you got three out of five. That's a good start. That's good. Chad, you're officially at the top of our log. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Easy questions, but when someone puts a time limit on things, uh, it changes the complexion of the game completely. I mean, playing 30 seconds, I'm going off topic here. Yes. But it becomes a nightmare. It's questions you know the answers to, and all of a sudden, you feel like there's this massive spotlight on you, and you're standing on a stage... Yeah. wearing the most atrocious clothes <laughs> and you just can't answer anything so yeah, sure. well done to Chad You're not wearing atrocious clothes Chad. <laughs> <laughs> um, in closing we would like to thank our second sponsor SSC Promotions whether you are looking for promotional products or quality t-shirts these are the guys to help you you can check them out on their Facebook page at SSC Promotions or just drop them a call on 087 Guys, thanks for a, an awesome night. Chad, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks with for us. having me. Yeah, no, it's I always really a pleasure. Thanks, and we'd definitely like to have you back. Um, and we'd like to follow your progress and definitely give you a shout again before you go to China next year. Um, and yeah, we look forward to hearing from our fans as well. Please keep on bringing the love. I know our Twitter channel is absolutely mad, busy at the moment. Um, our Facebook cha- uh, channel also, Instagram. So guys, please keep, in, keep the love coming in. And yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's it from our side. Guys, have a good evening. Take care and enjoy the football this weekend. Thank you, everybody. Cheers. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>